Welcome to another episode of Kentucky Football Carpool Show. I'm Nick. I'm Mike. I'm Chris. Worst case scenario happened last week. Uh, yep. Losing to Tennessee. Couldn't stop shit. Yeah, no, I'd, I'd, rather lose, I'd rather lose to LSU, give up that game, than lose to Tennessee. Okay. I just, I hate. I hate losing to them. I mean, there's really nothing else you really can say. They, they, they've won 30, 34 out of the last 37 times we've met. So, I mean, I mean our defense couldn't stop the three of us right now. I, I, I told you guys all year. It, it was going to be, and it was, I mean, it was, it's, I don't see how it's like possible. I mean, even their coach laughed about it at the game. I don't see how it's possible to have 13 minutes of total offense and score 45 points. Because but it doesn't matter as long as you can. Do whatever you want on offense. Offense is going to beat defense. It's 2021. This whole fucking defense uh, is king thing is nonsense. It's been proven over and over again. The king of college football has already said defense doesn't matter as much as it used to because you're not going to stop the offenses of today. Period. I don't know. Lamar Jackson looked really good last night. Their offense really good. And Dolphins are pretty trash. So I don't know. Their defense pretty much stopped them out last year, last night. But but yeah, NFL is way different than NCAA. Agreed, agreed. And, and literally, all they were doing all last night was running a cover zero and like sending everyone. And Lamar couldn't get it. So that's, <laughs> that's the blueprints out there. It splits the shit out of Lamar. It's a good NFL game, huh? For a low-scoring game, it was pretty solid to watch. All they did was kept blitzing him, and they were just daring. If he could make one throw in, in a hurry-up situation, they would have torched us. So. By, by the way, the play of the year happened in that game. It doesn't count because there's offense lineman who wasn't intended for it. But he caught the screen pass and scored a touchdown. That was that was pretty fucking awesome. That was awesome. He made a nice little sweet move to get in there. Oh, uh, no, it was great. I wish it would have counted. But anyways, um, to back on Kentucky. Uh, obviously, very, very disappointed. All Kentucky had to do was really? either beat Mississippi State or beat Tennessee. They lose the ball. Because both of them have offenses that exposed our defensive backs, which no other offense this year had. Yep. Yeah. I mean, I mean, it's 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 a bit of, bit of a head scratcher. I mean, like the Devin Shower guy, he plays for Pittsburgh. He's having a pretty decent season. And, Jamari Brown plays. Yeah. Starts for Purdue. That's he's played like 560 snaps. Devin yep. Shower's played like almost 300 snaps. That's yep. that's your depth right there. Yep. And, I, and they're all walking I, away. I think Kentucky's coaches thought that they would have more talented, capable depth than what we're just okay with those guys leaving. Uh, and now they're sitting there looks, looking stupid. Well, it's not just they look stupid. I, th- I think it's a big deal about uh, what clean scale kind of meant to our defensive backs. You kind of saw the progression throughout the year, uh, every year underneath him. And this year you kind of see a regression. So um, I don't know, you, you know, it's a bit of a head scratcher. I mean, you, you always kind of feel good with a, a, uh, Stoops led team. They have really good defensive backs, uh, but it's it is obviously not been happening this year. And, and, and there has been some bright points. I mean, me and Mike talked about this. I mean, you know, Valentine's been up and down. I mean, he sometimes he looks really good. Somebody doesn't. Obviously, Yusuf Corker, but then even even the last couple of games, Yusuf Corker hasn't been very good. So, I mean, he's made some plays last week, but but it's still it's. A hit scratcher, man. It's all really really can say. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Agent both games got just demoralized by the receivers from Mississippi State and Tennessee. Well, you know, he, and off, he, he had been having a great year, too. Go ahead, Mike. We didn't, we didn't look like we were ready for Tennessee's hurry-up. Like, it was some brand-new offense that are running. That's, what's, that's, what, that's what pisses me off a little bit, because everyone knows what that, that there's a reason why their offense was only averaging, like, 20 minutes a game with the ball. And, and that's why. 
I don't know. It's a head scratcher to me. It's a head scratcher. It doesn't make sense. Like, how were you not prepared for this? And why are you having breakdowns where DeAndre squares on their fastest receiver? And, and I, I that, think I, I think they were prepared. They were prepared for it. Kentucky sprinted back to the line before Tennessee was even getting back to the line. It has nothing to do with it. They just have a damn good offensive system. And people talked a bunch of shit about Josh Heupel and, oh, he's not that good and UCF was already – no. He is a damn good offensive coach. He sets his players up to succeed. Tennessee lost how many freaking people from last year's team? It didn't matter. Didn't matter. I mean, that, that, that comes you back can to the point scheme, of it. You can scheme a team into into victory and having an effective offense. That's what pisses me off. I mean, more than anything is is that they've lost so many people and we still lose to them. I mean, you're absolutely right, Chris. I mean, if you watch the Ole Miss game, uh, Tennessee should have probably won. If Hooker didn't go down at the end of the game, they would have probably won the game, honestly. Um, but again, it's, it's, you know, you get mad about the referees. Yeah. There was some missed calls and all that shit. Absolutely. They were there. But if you start grasping for straws like that, then, then, you know, we shouldn't have been in that position. Exactly. Kentucky had 617 yards of total offense. All right. And, and the offense was the problem. Yeah. There was some costly, there was a costly turnover that obviously cost the game. I missed field goal. Uh, the, uh, clock management was an issue towards the end of the field goal at the end of the half for them. And it'd be a big Ugh. deal. Um, you know, obviously the pick six, that's that's 10 points we basically just gave to them. And then we left three yeah. points out there. because uh, Yeah, but anybody them. criticizing Will Levis is uh, needs oh. to check, them, check themselves. Because not only this season, but especially that game, if he hadn't played the way he had, we wouldn't even have had a chance. Oh, we got oh. Oh. Do you want to hear, do you hear a, a cool stat? A, a unbelievable stat, actually, because Stoops won a lot of games here. He's like the first uh, quarterback since Mark Hartline to have 17 or more touchdowns. Yeah. Yeah. Which I mean, is it, pathetic. Well, it is pretty pathetic from, the, from that standpoint, but it's also like, wow, we've actually won a lot of games without absolutely zero offense. Yeah. So our, our production from the quarterback, I wouldn't say zero offense. We have a good running, running team for a few years there, but, but it's still a head scratcher. Uh, what's going on with the defense? You know, you liked it. I mean, it's basically the defense hasn't shown up since, since Georgia. And they, they looked really good against Georgia too. Um, but it's Kentucky season has went from a, uh, a memorable season and it still will be, I mean, Florida home, stuff like that, but, but nine and three is not what you're looking for after you start the season six and one, right. what you had left over. Um, and I've, I've heard people say that nine and three wouldn't be a disappointment. It, it'd no, still be I, a I disagree. good year, but you have, you have to, it, the season's dyna- dynamic. And when Kentucky got to a point where they were doing stuff that they've never done before and they've set themselves up for a situation where they could have like a, a truly special season on a national scale, you have to shift expectations then. You have to change what you think is a, a disappointing season or a success. And that went about as poorly as it could have gone the last well, two games. I don't mind the Georgia game. But the last yeah, I two games, I mean – yeah, yeah. This season is officially a disappointment because your ceiling now is either the Outback Bowl or the Citrus Bowl, and been there, done that. Yeah, that's 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 the big thing. Well, we have been the Outback Bowl, but that's the big thing is you start repeating bowls. That doesn't show progression. That shows, you know, a more more of a uh, regression if you really want to get at it. But I don't. I got I got kind of shit on after the uh, not really shit on, but not most people agreed with me, but but some people and and and. Thought that that you know if they if they lose to Tennessee it won't be a big deal because after the Mississippi State game I, I put a post out there saying you know if they don't go ten and two it's a disappointing season 
because you're not getting the sugar bowl then. And if you don't get the sugar bowl, well, you, you didn't, you didn't progress as a, as a program. And then some yeah. people were like, well, finishing second in the East nine and three is a pretty good, de- big deal. Not really. Not when Florida's down, South Carolina's down and, and you going nine and three. And Tennessee's obviously down. I mean, they're not only as beat us, but they're, they're obviously rebuilding. Um, they're very, very young. And then, like I said, that's, that's, <laughs> I can't before the season. If you told me we finished, started first half of the season six and one, I would even say eleven and one, and ten and two at worst. Right. And, not, and not then, only, not only that impact, but where it's really going to show and already has is recruiting. If you give other coaches a storyline to feed recruits, you are going to be hurting. Yeah, because all they're going to say is if Kentucky's reached their ceiling, Kentucky's reached their ceiling. Same thing. Same, yeah. same old Kentucky. Can't capitalize on the situation. And how could you argue? And yeah. Was it the Goodwin kid? He's he's now I've, I've, all this morning. I've uh, heard all the sports places saying, you know, he's no. kind of he's kind of backing off Kentucky now. That's that's bullshit. He's been saying he's going to go to these places for a long time. He I, said know. He was gonna I know. I know. But when I hear, but when, but Mike listens to, to well, I listen to what he told me. Let's do with Dick Roush and him. They're nervous now. Yeah. And those guys are a lot more inside than I am, obviously, than we are. And they're saying they're nervous now. Goodwin's not going anywhere. Well, Goodwin has been a big uh, a big recruiter for Kentucky all year. I hope you're right. I, I do hope you're right. I, I, I mean, obviously, Kentucky has a lot of, a, a leg to stand on with, with him because it's like, look, so we're pumping NFL people or offensive linemen in the NFL <laughs> left and right now. So, you know, we do have that kind of push there. Um and obviously local kids. So I just, the effect of recruiting. And I think that the, the obviously was it Wagner that, that signed with Notre Dame yesterday. That was kind of a hit scratch yeah. too, but that, it wasn't, that was a gut punch. Yeah. But it, but at the same time, someone, someone said, I think it was actually Roush this morning saying, listen, the guy, the guy kind of wants his own path. And, and so it wasn't that big of a shocker from the standpoint of he with Notre Dame, uh, you know? So um, again, man, it's his, um, uh, it's a weird time for Kentucky football. I do think, you know, they could finish out strong at nine and three, but uh, I just, you've lost the fans now. Uh, I mean, you get on, you get on any kind of social media. Uh, most fans are now flat out basketball or baseball or excuse me, football or basketball mode. Basketball. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Can't get into it. Uh, you can't even get into basketball mode. anymore either. I mean, guys are just fans, fans with, this has been the problem with football. People may call me the gatekeeper or whatever you want to call me at the beginning of the season, but this is the problem. Kentucky football loses. Kentucky fan base, not all of them, but a majority of them, they quit on the team. They go on to basketball, forget about the football team. I don't understand why it's so hard to not root for both. Right. <laughs> and, and support oh, both. Uh, a but, lot of people don't have the mental bandwidth to devote uh, to, to both sides. Yeah. And, and that's, again, that's, that's why Kentucky football will be what it is until that turns around. But that said, you know, uh, Kentucky still has to beat Louisville. And that's another one that I'm a little worried about. Uh, I know people are somewhat worried about the Vandy game this weekend. I don't, I don't see where they are. I know that Vandy yeah. is really good about receivers. I think you have to be worried about every game going forward. How could you not? I just think that, well, New Mexico State. I mean, I, I no, there's just no this way. This is the typical late season collapse. Yeah. So how could you, you don't know what, what team is going to show up. The yeah. offense showed up last week. The defense shit the bed. 
Same, same with uh, – well, actually, both sides did nothing against Mississippi State. So, I don't know what happens with Stoops teams where coming off a bye, they are just a total liability. But, my God, like, they got to figure something out. But what did I say? What did I say at the Georgia game? I was glad they had a bye, but I also said, don't let Georgia beat you two more times. Yep. And, and that's what someone said. Now, they are getting healthy this weekend. I know they're getting, they're getting um, a call back. And that hasn't been official, but all the players on online are saying that he's going to be coming back. Um, so you get him back, that's going to help out. But I think a lot of this has to do with no, no oxidine, no pressure on the quarterback, uh, and stuff like that. That's been an issue with Kentucky football all year Since long. Josh Allen left. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, Boogie was okay. But, yeah, pretty much. A guy that you could actually say, oh, I'm scared of this guy getting there was, yeah, Josh Allen. But that guy's a once-in-a-lifetime player. We'll probably won't see a guy like him around here <laughs> again. Um, but, again, it's just – it's it's if you had told me before that Tennessee game we had 617 yards total offense, I would have said we blew him out. We had almost 200 yards more offense than them. It's so frustrating to lose a team like that. So – there's not really much more you can say about that. I mean, Chris is right. The ceiling now, even Citrus Bowl is even, not even in our reach. We're on the last time looking at that. That's like the deemed yep. the best bowl outside the New Year's Six. I think that gives you the most money. So really right now, everyone's got us plugged in the Outback Bowl. I know some people are holding on hope that Sugar Bowl is there. Sugar Bowl reps were at that game. They saw us lose. Yeah. We ain't going to Sugar Bowl. So unless there's some sort of miracle. I mean, things have to shake out really, really in our yeah. favor. There's got a lot of teams losing for us. Well, to get. We're not right. Ole Miss, Auburn, and Texas A&M all have to lose all the rest of their games. I wouldn't say the rest of their games, but the, the other problem is Arkansas is ranked. We're not either. So, you know, they're going to start sneaking up there. But, yeah. but I mean, Kentucky, the problem is with Kentucky trying to catch these teams at, because the way I understand it is the New Year's – and this is all – this is all – this is all if Alabama wins it. All right, so if Alabama wins in the SEC championship, which is a big if because Georgia's really good. So if Alabama wins and they go to the playoff, uh, then you have two spots essentially open. Every year there's always two SEC teams I've noticed that make New Year's Six Bowl. I believe after that, the Sugar Bowl gets first pick of the SEC teams. It's, it's the next highest ranked team. Yep. And and that and that's and we're not even ranked right now. There's three weeks left in the game. And we don't play any more ranked teams. The only only uh team that we might play that has a winning record is Louisville, but Louisville has to win their next two games to be have a winning record. They're four and five, I think. So they win the next two games, they'll have a winning record, but they're they're not going to help our our cause of uh, moving up in the rankings. No. If we smack around uh, Vanderbilt by 40 points this weekend, we're probably, if we're ranked, it's going to be like 25th, 24th, if ranked at all. So that, that's where I'm getting at with people holding out hope for Sugar Bowl. That, that's, that ship has more than likely sailed. So, it's 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 sad. I know. I it's a you just had two two teams. You just had to beat one of them. That was it. Yep. So, they didn't do it. disappointment. If you don't, if you want to argue with me that all all day long, I will, and I will say, if you're happy with nine and three, after starting six and one, your your sunshine pumpers that they call them. So yep. Uh, that's all I'll say about that. And I, me and Mike are, and and even Chris at times are. Blue shaded, and and you know we hold out hope for everything. We've been hopeless for football for so long that stuff like this doesn't come around. And I'm telling you that this, this is a big disappointment to Kentucky. Well, that's football. why it's even more 
that's why it's even more deflating is you feel like you finally have uh you fi- you feel like Kentucky football is finally making up a lot of ground on the national scale and and they were but then you give them a reason that the national <clears throat> sports media to say like, oh see same old Kentucky is why we never give them respect it's like well yeah i mean you can't you, you can't be taken serious you can't be taken serious as a football program if you can't beat a shit ass Tennessee team at home right okay or you can't take state or, yeah you can't and, and here's the sad part about the Mississippi state game we're so much better than Mississippi state and I know about all oh, you get about 14. Kentucky, Kentucky had a chance to win that game at the end with like four turnovers. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that tells you that the talent is there, but they're not, they're, they're doing bonehead mistakes. And I, I didn't like the play calling at the Mississippi State game. I didn't like the play calling. Um, well, I mean, the play calling at Tennessee game was fine. But I didn't really like the play calling. There, there's a couple of times this year I didn't like the play calling from, from Cohen, but I thought Mississippi State game was one of them. Uh, but, but uh, I thought, you know, the offense last week was fine. Levis gave his heart out there. I mean, the guy's diving, jumping, getting hit. Uh, you can't, you can't ask no more for a, from a quarterback. I mean, so that's exciting for the future because he he will be back next year. Yeah, and and uh, that we haven't seen that caliber of a quarterback coming back for a second year in Kentucky for a, a long time. So uh, that is that is promise for the future. But again, got to finish strong here. If you lose either one of these three games, matter of fact, if you if you lose the bowl game at this point. It's got to be a disappointing. You end up with four losses. This, I don't know, man. I know we're just repeating ourselves. But on to Vandy. So what we what are we looking at for Vandy here? Uh, glorified high school team. Pretty much, they lost a lot. I know they got a, they got a lot of transfers as well. I do. They, yeah, they have, go ahead, Chris. They're super young, very inexperienced, uh, not talented at all. Uh, it's their first year underneath a, a new regime. They play hard for is their coach's name. They play hard for him, but uh, I mean the results just aren't there. They just get bullied by everybody. So Kentucky should, uh, you know, th- this is basically uh, one of our games against an FCS team. But Kentucky seems to really struggle down in Nashville. Yes, they do. Yes, they do. They, they seem to struggle against Bandy a lot. I mean, I was at even the 2018 game. I think they won 14 to seven. That was that. It was very, very cold. Yeah. Uh, Mike was at. You were in Michigan. That's when. Yeah. Was, uh, uh, it was. It was a very, very cold night, and that was a Bandy team that wasn't very talented either. And they came in here and about beat us. It was like a seven-seven game all, and that was in Lexington. And I, I do, I do see mostly the stadium too. Uh, and baby, but again, I mean, Stoops teams likes to play down their opponents, and that's and, that, and until until they prove me otherwise, I will always bring that up. We play yep. shitty teams, just like Chattanooga earlier this year. It's just you always play down to opponents. So that until that till that ends, I, I, I'm just I'm probably gonna have a closer closer score this weekend. This week, I'll be yeah. honest with you. So <laughs> that's what it is. So, so. if if Vandy wins, what happened? Vandy wins. Kentucky has has three or four turnovers. Short field for Vandy. That's going to help them out. And, and basically, they get their they, – they do have a couple of wide receivers that are very talented. So, they get that going. They're going to run the same offense we saw the last two weeks. Why wouldn't they? I would. And they get their, their starting quarterback back. So, they're going to do quick, try to try to hurry uh, Kentucky up, kill them at their depth, and that's what that's how Vandy wins. Mark, so what do you think that – if Vandy's going to win, what do you think they, they're going to do? 
Well, I think you hit it on the head with the uh, if Vandy's going to win, they're going to get some turnovers, and they're just going to expose the you know the hurry up that we can't stop and make plays to the receivers. I think it's fair. <laughs> I think everyone's going to run that offense until we stop it. Right. Well, I mean, why wouldn't you? So, what do you think, Chris? If Vandy wins, <clears throat> so they have two quarterbacks. They have one that'll stay in the pocket and uh, throw. He has a pretty big arm. And then they have a dual threat who's been uh, playing the majority of the year. And they're going to. So, <clears throat> if their dual threat is able to do what Hooker did to Kentucky, we're going to have issues. Um, but they're, they're definitely going to run a lot of crossing patterns because that's what that's that's the formula to beat Kentucky's defense. Crossing patterns, um, especially intermediate throws. For some reason, our, our defense just can't stop that. So if Vandy wins, they've thrown for over 250 yards, three touchdowns, um, and ran their quarterback successfully. Yeah, and I mean, turned Kentucky over at least twice. What people are trying to do with Kentucky is is one get trying to get out there on those swing passes, and two, they're trying to get one on one coverage, exposing people. And yep. that's what that's what Tennessee did. That's why the Square ends up on a wide receiver. I don't know how impossibly that could ever happen, but it did, and they did well, it multiple our, times. Our defensive backs uh, and our safeties aren't very physical outside of Corker. Valentine's yeah. pretty thin. Mosley's yep. pretty thin. So they they can't really fight for one-on-one situations. They just get beat every time. Asian gets lost in coverage. Yeah, it's uh, it's a lot of problems back on those defensive backs, I'll tell you. It's endless. So what does Kentucky got to do to win this game? Uh, Whoever wants to start. Mike, go ahead. All right, I was going to say, Kentucky needs to establish the run just to open up their passing game. And they have to make open field tackles, I think. That's something we've struggled with this year. And maybe get a turnover or two. But at the very least, just make some open field tackles. I think Kentucky just needs to play their game. If they just come out and play play good defense and just play their game, they'll be fine against this team. They just have to come out and control the clock, really, and just try to, try to like Mike said, establish a run, really wear them down, and then and then help the defense from the standpoint of, of uh, giving them rest by having the ball for – Long stretch stretches, so talking Kentucky needs to do. Kentucky just needs to be Kentucky and stop mm-hmm. doing bonehead mistakes. Yeah, I'll do it. An aside here: two things I want to see is zero turnovers, and I want to see the defense produce some damn turnovers because we are literally last in all of college football in turnover differential and yep. just getting turnovers, which is so unlike Stoops' teams. And that's a, a huge reason why uh, the last two games have gone the way they have. Kentucky can't produce any turnovers, and we turn the ball over way too damn much. So those are two things I'd like to see uh, against an SEC team. Um, but for Kentucky to win, I think <clears throat> C-Rod has to do his usual thing, 120-plus rushing yards, uh, a couple touchdowns. Uh, Wandale, he'll have over 100 yards receiving. Levis, I think, 250 yards and a couple touchdowns, no turnovers, like I said, and uh, four sacks by the defense. 
think it's fair. Yeah, I mean, that'd be an ideal game. If they do that, they're going to win like 42 to 7 or something. But I don't know. All right, getting on to the uh, – I know we're all this bummed out from this football season. That game last week, I'm telling you, really took it out of me. Super deflating. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's been deflating for the whole fan base. but And then follow that up with us losing to Duke uh, and then losing – a staff member's brother to Notre Dame for fuck's sake. Yeah, it's uh, it's been a rough week for Kentucky. That's for sure. Hopefully, get back on on track tonight with basketball and then football this weekend. So, uh, what's your all's predictions? MVPs? What y'all got? Mike. Um, MVP was I'm gonna go with uh, JJ Weaver. I think he's gonna get a lot of pressure on the quarterback. It may be. I'm gonna say he's gonna get two and a half sacks. Um, and if we produce a turnover, it's probably going to be because he's rushed the pressure he puts on the quarterback. Offensively, I think it needs to be C Rod. I think we really need to establish that game. Uh, hopefully, C Rod starts. I don't know, it's been kind of weird that he's not starting, but I like to see him get his you know more carries and establish his run. Uh, as for me, I think it's gonna be Pascal. Seems like he's been the most consistent of anyone. I don't think Danny has anyone that can really block him or hold him back. Um, and offensively, I think it's going to be Will Levis, and I think he's going to do it more with his legs than his arm this week. So I, I think that – I don't know. He just got – Kentucky just has to wear them down. Yeah. So we got Chris. Yeah, I agree with you. Pascal got pretty uh, abused against Tennessee. Their offensive line just – made him a non-factor. Um, I think Pascal will have a bounce-back game. Um, and then on offense, I think the offensive MVP for the year has been Wondell Robinson. He's been Mr. Everything, and he's the only reason why that offense has really been able to go consistently. Uh, so I think he's going to be MVP again. Are we doing scores right now or no? Oh, yeah, scores, yeah. Go ahead, go ahead and kick it off. It's your score. And I think Kentucky tries to set the tone early and put Vandy away early at home. I think Kentucky wins 28-7. That's pretty similar to my score. I'm thinking more of the 21-7. It's going to be like – I think it's going to be closer, actually. I think it's going to be a probably a 7-7 game until about the third quarter. I hate to say it that. I know people are going to be really yeah. disappointed with that, but I just – Kentucky has – I just have a little faith in when they're playing shitty teams. But, Man. That would like really, ugh, that I think that would make things worse. It might, it might Tucky very well. Might Tucky needs a feel good game so bad, so bad. Tucky needs to smoke Vandy. I mean, the only way Kentucky yeah. gets back and feeling good is if they win this weekend, fifty nine to nothing. Yep. So, what do you got, Mike? I'm thinking. Uh, it's gonna be a thirty one twenty one cats. <sighs> that would even that'd be bad too. Give them twenty one points on defense to them. Yeah. I just I have until our defense can stop somebody, I'm I don't have a lot of faith in them anymore. The blueprint's out there. <laughs> the blueprint is out there. And it'd be stupid for Vandy not to exploit that. Yeah. Some teams are stubborn. some coaches are stubborn and say we got our own game plan, but I mean if you watch the last two Kentucky games, all you gotta do is hurry up offense and throw five yard passes. <laughs> I mean <laughs> that's it. <laughs> uh and I, I just it's it's if you're if you want to hear about a bad story, them losing to Vandy. Oh my God! 
You want to talk about losing the fan base? Jesus. Yeah, gone. <laughs> I mean, because Kentucky's at this point, Kentucky's best win was was Florida, but now it's more like South Carolina. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> I mean, South Carolina smoked Florida, and South, we beat South Carolina on the road. That's saying something. I mean, it's this this saying people could be. You, if you're happy about us finishing second in the East, okay. Uh, look at the East. Yeah, but how how you do it matters. Just like the freaking grand years. We're oh we're winning, we're winning. Yeah, but how you do it. That's why we're in the mess we are on offense in terms of who to throw to. Yeah, which that's getting better though. That, that's getting definitely an upgrade after this yeah. year. Recruiting is going well there. But if you lose to Vandy, we're we're singing another tune. Holy shit! Uh, if you lose to Vandy, I don't think I don't think anything will ever uh, get Stoops fired at, at Kentucky because obviously if you haven't fired our baseball coach yet, they're not going to ever fire somebody that's <laughs> that's going eight and four or seven and five at, at Kentucky. But uh, you'll you'll see you'll see they'll be pissed off people. Oh yeah, that's gonna be a lot of angry fans, and and rightfully so. I will say, rightfully you're, so. You're gonna lose recruits. Yeah, that's what sure. starts happening. It's it's a uh, it's free fall at that point. But I don't see a scenario where they lose to Vandy or New Mexico State. I do see scenarios where they'll Satterfield's a good enough coach to coach them up, uh, get a game plan together to be able to beat Kentucky. So watch for that. Yeah, the, the ACC is putrid this year. Let's not discredit yeah. that, but. <laughs> The, the fact that Louisville, even losing as much as they have in terms of personnel after last season, to be able to put together a somewhat competent season, but it, that shows you what kind of coach he is. And the fact that Malik Cunningham is actually pretty – He's pretty good. I've watched him play. He's, he's actually pretty solid. He's a pretty solid player. Yeah. I will say, they, they gave him a lot of shit early, which I didn't understand. The, the Ole Miss game, he was like the only player that they had. But Yeah, he but, for Ole Miss game, but shit, he was the only one making any plays. I mean, at what point he was leading and wide, when receiving yards, rushing yards, and touch. I mean, yeah, God, what else do we want out of the guy? But, but I think I think uh, Satterfield's uh, more more than uh, I think. Well, I think I think Louisville's more talented to be able to put together a scheme to beat Kentucky, uh, and 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 they run a similar offense to the Mississippi State's in the uh, or they want to at least because the Mississippi State's in the uh, in the Tennessee's where they want to spread you out and stuff. So, I, yep. I just that's a game that you got to be worried about because one you're at you're in Louisville they're ready for a win and 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 Chris is right they've lost a lot of people but they have not they, if you watch the Louisville games they have not stopped fighting they played hard they are better this year than they were last year and they had more talent last year yeah they had a really good running back last year but they 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 play really hard uh, regardless of what their fans think about Satterfield and he does want to bounce and all that shit they play hard for the guy. I mean that's yep. that's what I will say from them, and and but you should be at this point, you should be worried about that. It just depends on how the next two games go. If Kentucky gets a little bit going and get a little confidence, then then uh, you know then we'll see. But a rivalry game, we always know, can always something could happen. Uh, I think if we win these next two games big, I think we blow a little wild water. Mm. I don't even know. I, it depends how we win. Like I said, I mean, if it's if it's one of those things where it's like, you know, it's forty two nothing at halftime both games, then I'm like, well, okay, maybe. But Vandy and New Mexico State's talent level is, and Louisville doesn't have that much talent either. But that just tells you something. Those their talent level is way lower than Louisville's, right? <laughs> so significantly lower. So there's some probably some high school teams that could beat New Mexico State. <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying. I don't think they've won a game in like two years. So, but they're gonna be they're gonna beat Alabama tomorrow. So. <laughs> <laughs> Not to mention that they're coming off Alabama too, New Mexico State. Yeah. So, but anyways, all right. Well, let's just keep on marching on. You know, we've all been through at least well, us three have been through 
like a yeah. seven, ten. Well, we've been through eleven game losing streaks. So. Two, two, yeah, two and ten seasons. Yeah, I mean, I mean, two and ten seasons. Oh and twelve. Oh, oh well, no, never oh and twelve. Oh, oh and eleven at one point. Uh, one and eleven at one point. I've been through them all. So this three three game losing streak is not just, the end of the world. Just another day in the life of a Wildcat fan. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no shit. So uh, uh, the only thing I'm gonna make me sick at this point is hearing. Wait till basketball season. I just can't. Like, gosh, when fans start doing that, that's where I'm like, don't be a football fan because <laughs> this is not for you. Yeah. Don't come back. Yeah, but that's the other thing too. If you if you if you give it up on a six and three team, a six and three Kentucky football team, Kentucky football is not for you. I promise you, there's going to be a worse season than this. <laughs> At some point, there's going to be a bad season if you can't handle a, a three loss three losses in a row, six and three Kentucky team. Don't come back because it is, it is Kentucky football. You have to have be a strong will to hold by this 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 kind of team. So yep. All right. Well, I'm Nick. I'm Mike. And I'm Chris. Go big blue. Go cats.